three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are having a great uh, start to your week so far. So, I have a review and my thoughts overall for the first WandaVision trailer, which came out on Sunday during the Emmys. Uh, I'll be the first to admit, as much as much as I take pride in being able to stay up on everything, I did not realize the Emmys were, <laughs> were on Sunday. So that was kind of a, oh, the Emmys happened. Go figure. By the way, congrats to Regina King for Watchmen and uh, everyone from uh, Shit's Creek, which I need to I, I need to get back in that show. I'm on season two. I'm really loving what I'm seeing. But um, bravo and congratulations to to them and to Zendaya, youngest Emmy winner ever. I'm uh, re-watching Euphoria right now, so I'll have a review up for that uh, probably uh, probably some point in October. So I'm, I'm really happy overall with uh, everyone who won. So congratulations to everybody. So WandaVision is something that was supposed to originally come out last year because of uh, COVID. Uh they were able to get WandaVision done first. And so we're getting WandaVision first instead of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which while I'll be the first to admit, I want to see Anthony Mackie's take on Captain America. Uh, I am happy that we're getting WandaVision because Elizabeth Olsen, she's one of my favorite actresses that's working right now. You guys know what a big fan I am of Ingrid Goes West and really anything Elizabeth Olsen does, I'm beyond excited that Scarlet Witch more than likely is going to get a lot more play uh, in the films moving forward. She's already confirmed for Doctor Strange uh, in, in the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm really curious how they're going to integrate her into that. So before I kind of get into the trailer, we got to talk about the MCU at large. So out of, let's just say, 11 years, essentially... That the MCU has been running. The MCU has 23 films. That are out. It's crazy to me that the first Bond film. Was what in the 60s. Uh, uh, and. That the Bond films. Have 26. So within the next. Couple years. The MCU is going to eclipse Bond films. Which is a trip. To even think about that. That's where. That that's where we're heading with this. So. Getting into the trailer itself, so there's a a surprising amount here. It's only an 80-second trailer, but there's a shocking amount here to break down. So Twilight Time by The Platters is the song that's playing throughout the whole trailer. It's a very, very uh, sitcom-type type song to start off the trailer. The trailer starts off in black and white. The fact that we get the just-married... the just married uh, uh, sign there on the back of the old school car. Uh, you see uh, Wanda Elizabeth Olsen in her wedding dress. You see Vision all dressed to the nines in a very classy, uh, classic 50s sitcom looking suit. What I appreciate about this to start off the trailer is that you. It, this is a weird show just from the trailer and 
Paul Bettany just said, I want to say today, that the show's even weirder than the trailer portrays, which is a trip to even think about. But we think about back to Endgame and to Infinity War. The last time we saw Vision, I think we can't forget people, uh, even though they were jumping through time, the Avengers were, we didn't get uh, Vision brought back. Vision is still dead for all intents and purposes. Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Scarlet Witch, was brought back um, through the portals by Doctor Strange, which which is not by accident, I assure you. But the whole show itself could start off in uh, Wanda's mind, and then as the reality breaks down, it could affect everything around her. That's kind of the arc I'm thinking they're going to go with, but... I love the classic uh, the classic sitcom tropes. I also love the aspect ratio, too. The fact that you're getting that old-school TV aspect ratio. It's not a full screen. It is that, like, that four... Uh, not that four-by-three ratio, but in that style. I really think that's a very subtle thing, but it's very, it's very old-school TV, which I like. And I love just the aesthetic of looking around, how everything, again, black and white. You have the old-school fridge and the old-school appliances the old school uh, aesthetics which i really like looking at something like this it immediately makes me think of uh bewitch and i dream of Je uh, genie a little bit of i love lucy in there too as far as how she's uh, as far as how she's dressed if you guys and girls are fans of the source material i feel like this is going to be a very and i'll get to it but it's a it's going to be a very loosely uh, adapted version of House of M, which if you haven't read House of M, don't read House of M before the show comes out because House of M could legit just ruin everything as far as what uh, as far as what's coming. So, um, you know, they talk about how they're a very fine pair and how they want to fit in. Uh, you see Agnes, who's played by Catherine Hahn. That's the only name she's given. So I'm going to say right now, it First off, Catherine Hahn is one of my favorite actresses working right now. I think she is, uh, get out of the way, she's absolutely gorgeous. I, I, I just adore her. But if you haven't seen the show Mrs. Fletcher, which is, uh, which is on HBO Max, I think it's eight episodes, about half hour-ish apiece. It is well worth your time. It's something I'll be revealing here in October because I have seen it before, but I actually want to go through and rewatch it and really give it its proper due. Because it's a show that should get a second season, even though it's a limited series. HBO, make it happen. But you see her in this, and she goes, oh, this is going to be a gas. And that's where it gets the biggest, the biggest Easter egg for me in this. Yes, you see at the 22nd mark, Wanda is using her powers. But you notice the uh, the Maison du Mepri um, is what I'm going to go with. The wine there that she's pouring, you notice the M on the on the bottle. So, Misundu means house of, and I'm. It is going to be very interesting how they're going to go ahead and integrate this because the wine translated means house of contempt, um, which again, if you just leave the house of and then look at the bottle, uh, the label, oh my god, house of M. So. It's a subtle touch, but I feel like this is Marvel very clearly laying out the cards of, hey, 
you're getting some sort of version of House of M. Now, I'm completely spitballing here. I don't know if this is what they're going to do, but again, this is why I do these trailer breakdowns. I believe that instead of the No More Mutants line, we're going to get some sort of riff of that where maybe Catherine Hahn's character says it, or maybe Scarlet Witch says, like, No More Borders or something like that, and where maybe the multiverse starts to bleed into each other. Uh, that's that's what I'm going to go with. It's going to be some... She, she will get some sort of line like No More Mutants in this trailer. There's no way that they would make a very obvious House of M reference without having uh, Maximoff getting her chance to kind of put her stamp on that classic line that so many Marvel comic fans are aware of. So they're, they're, they are leading to something with that. So I, I find that incredibly interesting that was the big thing that made me go oh wow so the very short summary of it house of m is where wanda loses her shit she really goes like full in uh like insane carry loses control over powers and transforms the whole world into uh this reality where her and her family uh and mutants were dominant species so there's clearly going to be parts of that in play. I could see them even going the Inhumans route and saying that Inhumans have been mutants and just kind of retconning that. I could see that happening very easily. If you notice later on in the trailer, it goes ahead and shows um, Wanda uh, altering the living room just because she's stressed, uh, where uh, where you see the part that's black, uh, black and white, but then you see the color section. So I feel like those walls are already starting to break down. I love the fact that we get uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. Of course, uh, most people know her as Kitty from that 70s show. She could be working with Catherine Hahn's character. And I think that's ac actually exactly what's going to happen. There, She's playing one of the nosy, the potentially nosy neighbors. I love that her husband, I'm blanking on the actor's name, but I've seen him and stuff. Um, uh, he was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I believe. He's the... Uh, uh, DC Parloff, I want to say, but having her and him and how intense their conversation gets with Vision and Wanda, I love how they talk about like, oh, how long have you been married and why don't you have children yet? And Wanda goes, our story and Vision then goes, you know, I think what my wife means to say is that we move from, and Mr. Hart goes, you know, move from where, married to when, and I think that's when I'm going to say this is maybe episode two. It feels like that's where Vision kind of starts to go. Oh, crap. Wait, when did we get married? I think that's when Vision's going to start to kind of put together that maybe everything that I'm seeing is not how it appears to be. And this is where I love that. that you notice that the trailer, the aspect ratio starts to go ahead in the white, uh, into, you know, modern uh, into the modern aspect ratio. And that that veneer, that sort of safe place that Wanda's kind of built up is starting to fade away. And you hear Mr. Hart slam the table. And that's when I kind of went, oh, shit, this is getting bad. Um, it's interesting how they're playing with colors here because it is very much kind of jumping between multiple uh, sorts of sitcoms. It, it does seem like it's a very full. Uh, it does feel like a very uh, like we're going to get into that full house, that Brady Bunch sort of aspect. If you remember from the comics that um, at the 45 second mark, 
Wanda and Vision do end up having kids in the comics. So I'm I'm curious how they're going to kind of play that out. I love at the 45 second of, pardon me, at the 45 second mark, yeah, that we get to see Wanda's comic accurate costume, which admittedly is silly as shit. So the fact that they're even putting that in the movie I, I or in the show, I just think that's awesome. It reminds me of season one of Luke Cage where they're able to go ahead through very clever means and get his old school Power Man costume. That was something I thought was mwah, perfect. And I think it's great that we're going to get it here. This is where it, it's almost... It's interesting how this trailer is almost broken up into two halves because you get the first 40 seconds or so where things are kind of cheery and, and cheerful, admittedly with that undertone of darkness. But at the 50 second mark, it pretty much goes full Twilight Zone. You see that uh, image of vision at the 49 second mark. There's a car right uh, heading towards him. But if you look around, you can see that it looks like it's Halloween. You can see jack-o'-lanterns uh, there near uh, some of the houses. But even just how dark and gloomy it is very much a sitcom trope but very much feels like that that's going to be a halloween type episode maybe that's where uh, uh that that's what i'm uh suggesting uh, suggesting at least and then if you didn't need more evidence of that captain han is in her car she's dressed like the wicked witch of the west uh, of the west which she has to laugh fucking down by the way that was something i was very very impressed by uh at the 102 mark we get we get the classic vision costume or a variation of it and i love how fucking cheap the costume looks it makes me so happy that we're that we're getting that even if it's for a second even if it's just this part even if they gave it away in the trailer and that's all i get i am totally fine with that um as we move forward here at the 105 mark that is where I am very, very intrigued because uh, you see this body fly through in the, in, the, in the daytime and then it lands in front of these government agents at nighttime. And it looks like it almost jumps through this reality portal, maybe from another realm even. Um, that is grown up Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel, who's now played by uh, Tenoya Harris. She at a point becomes Captain Marvel and is her own superheroine in her own right. So I wouldn't be surprised if she pops up in Captain Marvel too. I wouldn't be surprised if she was a victim of, uh, uh, of the, of the snap. I'm blanking on the term, actually the proper term they use in the MCU, but I think she's going to be a big time player. If you look at the 107 Mark two, you'll notice it looks like this very ominous government agency I don't think it's shield. I think it's sword because if you notice that from uh, going back to I want to say Captain, uh, not just Cap, not Captain Marvel, but from uh, Far From Home, that Nick Fury was in space uh, with the real uh, Maria Hill. So I think that they are setting up uh, sword to kind of take over shield. That's something somewhere that happens in the comics. Uh, sword, by the way, stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department. So I think that they're gonna we're gonna get the debut of them here in this movie because you know Wanda's fucking up the program. So that's what I was able to break down and see from the trailer. Um, if I missed anything, please let me know. I'd love to hear 
everyone's thoughts on what their thing is going to happen with WandaVision. Apparently, we're getting this, the rumored release date is December. Uh, Mandalorian comes out at the end of October, so in theory, we would get it right around maybe mid-December, maybe. Um, depending on what the release schedule is for Mandalorian Season 2, I haven't seen that yet. So, there's a there's a lot of potential here. I think with the MCU, they are going to definitely lean more into kind of weird, uh, weird shit. And almost at this point, you almost have to. You kind of have to almost think outside of the own box that has worked for the MCU. I think we're going to get a lot more of that stuff. I think that they might even retcon Scarlet Witch's powers a little bit. That could lead to her seeking out Doctor Strange because she fucks things up so badly, which that's very much a possibility. I mean, Wanda has gone nuts before. So I'm really curious where they're going to leave this show. I'm curious. Uh, I, I think it's eight episodes or 10 episodes. I believe it's eight. So I'm, I'm really curious what they're going to go ahead and show us here. I think we'll probably get another trailer before the, the show comes out. But I like them. I would not mind another like 80 second trailer. I almost want to like the less I know going into this because I don't want to connect too much just from whatever in the comics. I want to be as surprised as humanly possible. And I know that with the pandemic, it's thrown everything into you know chaos as far as when stuff is released and everything, but it will be so nice to get some new Marvel content here by the end of the year. Cause I was looking so forward to Black Widow, and I think Black Widow's going to get pushed back again. I think we're going to get Black Widow maybe in spring, but I'm really excited to just see some new comic book content outside of The Boys. Like, I love The Boys. Uh, the, the show's excellent, but I'm really, I'm missing my Marvel, so I'm happy we're getting something else that I can go ahead and sink my teeth into. But everybody, WandaVision trailer, what did you think? What are your theories about what the show's talking about uh let's know what we thought in the comments below you can go ahead and like us on facebook at the real pineapple you can follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple you can follow scott on twitter at nearman the first and don't forget to like share and subscribe you can find us on soundcloud apple and google podcasts podbean stitcher and icloud radio spotify and amazon music at the real pineapple uh, guys and gals, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this upcoming week for uh, Season 1 and 2 of the Umbrella Academy. And we'll have a review up for Season 1 of Harley Quinn. I'm working my way through that, and I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up for you guys. And uh, we'll have a review up as well for Casino Royale, because we're starting to re-review the Craig films leading up to no time uh, to die. So everyone, please stay safe out there. Make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure your voice is heard this November and, uh, and, and vote, vote people out who don't need to be there. I'll just be nice and say that. But be, be safe out there. Take care of each other and we will talk to you soon. Take care, guys.